0: Embarrass me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank God for the, thank God for the Holy Spirit. And thank God for Jesus, and thank God for His faithfulness to us. And uh, i thank you for that. I don't, I don't get it, but uh, thank you. So it's just been fun. I, I'll tell you, there's nothing like the body of Christ. There just really isn't. Funny how you can meet somebody and a few minutes later you feel like you've known them all your life. It's because we are already one in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Paul and Eileen, both of you for yielding to that prophetic flow. That's so cool. I just love the the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the operation of the Holy Spirit. Uh, So again, thank you for being so receptive to me and You know, my passion is I just want the Spirit to move. I just want the Spirit to say things. I was in a church in Greeley, Colorado, and this I got up and I was just going to start preaching, and all of a sudden the Lord just gave me this word about a woman that you've been diagnosed with some kind of breast cancer or something. But anyway, it just kind of came out there, and I thought, you know, God healed her, and God took care of that. I can't believe how close I came to not saying it, because I believe when we say something, it has the creative power of God with it, and God wants to speak through all of us more. I'm going to share about, this is, I've never really gone this way before, but a, I'll just call this a birth announcement, and this is from Luke 1. It says, In the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias, the vision of Abijah, his wife is of the daughters of Aaron they were both righteous before God walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless but they had no child because Elizabeth was barren I've never I've just been studying this the last few weeks but it's just so interesting how God makes announcements you know he comes to sends an angel to Zacharias who's in the temple offering incense says they're both old advanced in years And so, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, stood by his right side, and Zacharias was afraid. And the angel said, don't be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard. Prayer had been prayed a long time ago, for years. God, we want a son. God, we want a son. But it didn't happen. And I'm sure they had just given up. He said, you and your wife, Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. You will have joy and gladness. Many will rejoice at his birth. He will be great in the sight of the Lord. He shall drink neither wine nor wine coolers. He shall also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. He will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit of power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, children, all that. Here's what's interesting, Zachary, because we're, we're, we're hearing a lot about children tonight and the songs seem to go along with everything, but it's like God loves life. He loves to bring life. And so Zacharias and Elizabeth had given up. It reminds me of John, uh, in, in, this, in John 11, the story of Lazarus when Lazarus was already dead and, and Jesus said, take me to where you've laid him. And sometimes God says, take me to where you gave up. Take me to where you stopped believing in miracles. Take me, take me there because I'm going to show you something big. And I believe we're to start believing for the more of the miraculous, more of the mind-boggling manifestation. We should not be settled. We should be frustrated when we don't see more miracles and so forth. And so Zacharias responded to the angel. This angel just tells him, Gabriel tells him all these phenomenal things about his son. He said, how am I going to know this? My wife and I are old. You know you're in trouble when you're giving God information. And, and he says, uh, my wife and I are old, and Zacharias is angry. Now, I've never seen an angel, but if I do see one, I don't want to make him mad. And, and he said, I, he said I'm, I'm Gabriel. My job is I live in the presence of God. And I was supposed to have the day off, and I was sent to you today. And who do you think you are to ask how? And because you've answered that way, I'm going to shut your mouth because I don't like what's coming out of your mouth. This is going to come to pass, but you're not going to be able to say a word until it happens. I love the way God gives announcements. (laughs) Same Gabriel, six months later, is sent to Mary Rejoice, favored one, you found favor with God. The virgin's name was Mary. Having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. And the angel said to her, Don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and they're going to call his name Jesus. He will be great; will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom there will be no end. And the angel Mary, she also had a response, but it was different. She said, "Well, how, you know, how's this going to happen? Since I, I, I'm not, I don't, I've never known a man." And the angel said, "Don't be afraid." the Holy Spirit is going to overshadow you, and that thing that's going to be born in you is going to be called the Son of God. Anytime God says, don't be afraid, it's like something wonderful is going to happen. Now, I've never seen this before, and I think we miss it in the Christmas story. But in chapter 2, it says. In those days, forget Christmas here for a second. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the world should be registered. This census took place while Quintinius was governing Syria. For they all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph went up from Galilee of the city of Nazareth and so forth. It was why they were, uh, he, he was registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was when they were there, the days were... Uh, completed for her to be delivered, she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. So here you see God. He's, he's, he's bringing forth the excitement of bringing forth John the Baptist and then the excitement of telling Mary. And, you know, Gabriel talked to Mary, and he comforted her. He said, you know, don't be so amazed because you have a cousin Elizabeth and I can just see Gabriel saying, "And she's already in her sixth month. She who was called barren is now with child. Can you believe it?" And Gabriel's excited. But here's what's cool: God wants to announce about His Son coming in the world. And everybody gets excited about a birth announcement. Did you hear? So and so is pregnant. Did you hear? You know, it's it's just exciting. How does God announce it? He doesn't announce it at City Hall or a big crowd. He announces it to a, bunch, to a group of shepherds. We think of these shepherds as old men, but most shepherds were 12, 13, 14 years old. And the angel comes to bring this announcement. So to me, this is the greatest announcement in history. And God is excited because history is about to change forever. And God says, through, uh, behold an angel of the Lord, there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before him and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were greatly afraid. Now here, isn't God kind of, he's just kind of unconventional. This amazing mind-boggling announcement that's going to change the world forever, he tells it to a bunch of kids that are watching sheep out in the field. And so, the angel says these words, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of Great joy, which will be for all people, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be assigned to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. And he's telling these kids this. And then it says, Suddenly, there was with this angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. Never in history. See, it's where the old covenant, was. there was still the wrath of God. There was still the punishment of God toward sin, but this was being changed. No more. Man is welcome into fellowship with God, and this Savior that is born is going to pay the price, so the whole world will be changed. And... What an announcement. Can you imagine these kids going into Bethlehem? I think it was like a 10-mile trip, eight, nine or 10 miles, but going in and finding the baby Jesus and, and, and telling, it said, let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass. And they made haste and found, they found Mary and Joseph and the baby in a manger. When they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning the child. Many who heard it marveled at these things which were told them by the shepherds, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying God and praising God for all the things He's done." So the most amazing announcement the world has ever heard was told to a bunch of kids who are insignificant, just insignificant, and yet this is God's way. I, I think the heart of God, I don't know, it's like the heart of God was so excited that all these angels had to stand up and just shout and scream and, and carry on. Then it said they went back to heaven. It, it says that they, they just went on after they did their tidal wave and all the fireworks, they, they went back to heaven. From that day on and from Jesus on, God is not mad at anybody because Jesus said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all unto me. Many translations say all men or all peoples, that's an italics. It literally means, Jesus said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all unto me. All sin, all punishment, all wrath, all of it. I'm going to take it all. But then the world is going to have free access. My feeling is, the devil has blinded the hearts of most people. They don't see it. Because This God wants to have fellowship with us. The rift between God and man is taken care of. God is no longer, he'll never again have wrath toward people because everybody's sins are paid for. Now, not everybody will accept it. Most people won't. But everybody's sins, the price has been paid. What an announcement. I bring you glad tidings of great joy. For unto you this day is born in the city of David a Savior who's Christ the Lord. Wow. And so this wonderful God we serve loves mankind so much that he's made a way for every person on earth to have a relationship with him. I think that's what God wants more than anything else. I I think so many Christians are bound to performance and struggle. And I find this. I find that the Holy Spirit wants to move. I've had more things in my life where the Holy Spirit moved in spite of me. In fact, I was in a little tiny town on a Sunday night in Belltown, Illinois. I don't know. It's just a little tiny town. I was invited to speak there. The pastor introduces me, his wife. They're about 45 years old. They have two teenage sons. Their two teenage sons are both adopted. We all had sandwiches together. During the service, I'm just being me, and I'm looking at her, and it's it just the slightest thing. I, I look at her, and I, I told this woman, the, the husband and wife, I told mother, her that, I see you pregnant. But I said, you're, that means you're going to bear fruit. You're going to be more fruitful in God. And it was very clear to me that it's obviously what it meant because they, they have two adopted boys. They told me they can't have children and these two adopted teenage boys. And so anyway, three years later, I'm in the vicinity in Jacksonville, Illinois. People are waiting around and standing there with their teeth in their mouth and, and this guy's, after I kind of got done talking to him, he said, could I talk to you a minute? And he walks up to me, and he's holding a little two-year-old girl, little blonde hair. She had her finger in her nose, and, and we, we just, uh, and he says, do you remember me? And I says, I'm sorry, I don't. He said, three years ago, you were in my church on a Sunday night, and you told my wife you saw her pregnant, but it was spiritual. He said, three weeks later... She's pregnant. Now, medical science said they couldn't have children. Three weeks later, she's pregnant. And he's standing there looking at me and holding her, and they're both looking at me like, we don't like you. You know, it, it, you, you know there's, this, there's this thing. But I want to tell you, and then, but God loves to birth things. God loves to birth life. And the tragedy in our Christian life is we go through the motions and we forget there's an active, awesome, amazing Holy Spirit that wants to blow our minds. Pastor John and I were in Italy, but the first time I was in Italy, I think he was there that night, it was 2011, and I'm trying to preach. I struggle, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, but anyway, I just just like... There's a woman over here. You're, you're a little bit older, but you're gonna have a child. I don't know which one you are, but you're. Get back to the United States and Pastor Phil Canalvo, He's, he's, laughing, laughing. He said, "You know when you pointed to there, that the, on that row over there where those women were, and there's a woman." He said, "There was two of them there. They're both 46 years old, and they're both pregnant." <laughs> And the one didn't, the one wanted another child, and the other one didn't want one, but she shouldn't have been sitting there. You know, but, but, but it was like, there's this anxiousness. There's this anxiousness for God to birth something. I was there with my wife two years ago, and I saw the two, the, both the five-year-old boys, they each had a boy. And I was just crying, just thanking God that I didn't have to help raise them. And uh, the, the, but it, the beauty of it is God loves to bring life. I was in a, in a Spencerport, New York, suburb of Rochester years ago, and I got, to, I got to flew into Buffalo, and Phil Lester, he's passed on now. He picked me up at the airport, and he told me to block off two weeks. He says, well, I, I get on this car at the airport, and he says, well, I've got you booked in 15 churches in the next 14 days. I had to deal with murder. Uh, but but uh, I never turned the television on that whole, that whole two weeks. But one night, I was just getting tired after several days. I went, one night I preached a little bit. I just closed the service. God bless you all. Close in prayer. See you all. I get back to Holiday Inn, go to sleep, 3 o'clock in the morning. I wake up, the presence of God has filled the room. And he said these words to me, and I'll never forget. He said, don't you ever preach again without allowing room for my spirit to move. Boy, it was hard to get back to sleep after that. But, but, uh, but the deal is, the Lord has told me, I want a chance to move. That's a sad thing about so many, and I'm not against secret sensitive church, but there's no place for the Holy Spirit to move. There's no opportunity. I mean, I, I just, I, I feel like whenever a church gets more than two or 300 people, they ought to start another one because because there there has to be a room. The Holy Spirit wants to express Himself. So that night, I'm in Spencerport, New York, go to the meeting. I'm just walking around just like I do because I don't know what else to do, and I'm not... I don't, whatever. And there's a woman sitting out there, and she sees me kind of ministering, and she says, she prays. She said, God, keep that man away from me. (laughs) And and I didn't go to her. But as I'm walking past her, I hear these words come out of my mouth. There's a woman here. You've been married a long time. You've never had children. You're soon going to have a child and she was sitting there she said oh god it could never be me and the woman next to her said oh god don't let it be me and sure enough and i didn't hear about it for several years later but sure enough a few weeks later medical science said she couldn't get pregnant but she got pregnant and i met fourteen years later i met her son and she came through alabama and i got was able to be introduced, but it's, it, they'd been married 18 years. Medical science says you cannot have children. But the Holy Ghost thinks it's almost like He's smarter than we are. But I want to tell you many times God just broods, broods over us. And He said, I want to show myself strong. I never go to bed at night without saying, God, give me a dream tonight tell me something, do something, we must have a greater appetite for the supernatural. You don't have to be spooky, you don't have to be strange, but unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior, the greatest announcement in history. God says, I'm going to make a way. I'm going to have a love affair with man. I'm going, to, I'm going to be in connection with man. Sin isn't going to be an issue anymore because I'm going to take care of that problem. And glory to God on the highest. And then all these angels are shouting and singing, what a glorious thing. Wow. Don't you appreciate the Lord? He's so, he so loves to birth things. When we ever pray for headaches, I have such confidence because every time we pray for headaches, they get healed. Some people said, I've had headaches for 20 years, 25 years, 30 years, never had another one. Just because God is good. That's all I I can figure out. He's just good. And so, we want to receive life. And you know there's no reason somebody's had an affliction for a long time, they can't be healed. The other night I was telling you at the hub meeting, there was a word about, there's somebody here with a uh, problem with your throat, but you used to have a beautiful singing voice, you can't sing anymore. And the lady said, I think it's me, she said, I've had surgery, my vocal cords are cut, and they've even put a plate in my throat got word back to me, she said the next morning, I've been up since five o'clock singing like a bird. God just healed her. I think we, I just say it again, I think we have, we need a greater love for the supernatural. The Holy Spirit is saying, I want to birth something in you. I I know you came to church tonight, but I want you to leave pregnant, pregnant with a healing, pregnant with a new vision, pregnant with expectation. I'll tell you what the, the, the key of expectation is, the greatest truth God has ever shown me. And he showed, you know, he, he, when you come to God, we, we have to buy. You have to have an attitude to buy. When that woman with the issue of blood touched his clothes, he said, who touched me? Because I believe he heard the cash register ring. And all these people are around him, so close They didn't get anything. They left the same way. But somebody came with a passion, with a desire. And I can say this boldly. I've learned in 47 years of ministry, the most important thing is hunger. And most people aren't hungry. Oh, they love God. They read the word. They pray. But they don't come with a ravenous appetite. Because God always wants to do something we haven't seen him do before. And I just, I get amazed how... I don't know. I don't feel any sensation. I hardly ever do, but I'll tell you, when God is moving, when he's talking, I was telling Sunday about I was in Panera Bread. I'd been single for a long time, and I always write my books in Panera Bread because I like noise. I call it pandemonium bread, and uh, I'm in there typing, and this pastor and his wife from Selma are over there having a meal, and they come over. His wife says, Jay's wife says, Steve, I, I, I have a word for you. I said, Really? She said, God's gonna give you a wife, and he and she's gonna be this and this and he and she described in detail. Detail. And of course, I'd stop praying for a wife. And I'd I'd start begging. And uh, the the uh, the beauty of it is, well, the next morning before the beauty, the next morning the past, this pastor called me and he said, Brother Steve, he said, I, I just, I, I heard my wife. My wife is very prophetic. She's so prophetic. And when she gives something, it always comes to pass. But I, want, I just want to tell you, anytime she prophesies, it takes four years for it to come to pass. And so, I hung up on him. And... Uh, it was, it was within nine days of four years when it was fulfilled. And everything is, I can't remember everything, but about everything she said, she's very organized, she's this and that, and I thought, boy, is that ever true. And uh, the, uh, in fact, sometimes I'm just drinking a cup of coffee and, where'd my coffee go? And she said, oh, I thought you were done. I put it in the dishwasher. I, I'd say... And, you know, you get up at night and go to the restroom, come back, and the bed is made and, and uh, the, the just different stuff like that. But, but I just, I think God just loves to take us if we're in a dry place and say, watch this, watch what I'm going to do. The problem is we're conditioned to nothing happening. We're conditioned to living in the natural instead of the supernatural. And I just saw, I don't know what it is about that scripture, but I just saw the heart of God. Boy, do I have an announcement. Who am I going to tell? I guess I'll tell a bunch of kids, you know. And, and then, then he, t- he sends an angel down, but the news is so exciting that a multitude of angels got singing, rejoicing. Glory to God in the highest. Then they went back to heaven. But anyway, I think God loves to birth something brand new. When I was in Toronto, and I don't know how many have ever been to that Toronto revival? Probably quite a few of you. Both of you. And uh, it, it says that uh, it's been going on, I guess, since 92 or 3, 4. But I went that night. First time there. Pastor John's been there. You ever been there, Mike? Anyway, they say, whatever you do when you go to this revival, get prayed for. Get prayed for. You know, and one, the first night is was there, they said, we want all hypocrites to come up. And, of course, the altar was flooded with hypocrites, you know, and I, I didn't have no guts for that one. But, but, uh, but I went up to the altar. I thought, I'm going to get prayed for. I don't care who prays for me. I want something from God. And it was like I was invisible. And then everybody walked by me, and they, they had badges. And I, I thought, why won't anybody pray for me? All of a sudden, two 10-year-old boys came up and said, Sir, would you like prayer? And everything in me I wanted to say, "Yeah, but not from you." And, and uh, the, uh, of course, I just said, "Well, sure." And they, they just stand there and they put their hand on me. And One of them did all the praying. He he described my life to a T. And then everything I'd been through, just details. And then he said, "Would there be anything else?" I said, "No." I think that's it. And anyway, I had all kinds of back pain. I've never had another pain ever in my back since that. So anyway, God will use who you wouldn't expect. I believe a good key is to live with expectation all the time. I just expect God's going to do something. I expect God to manifest Himself in a way I've never thought or dreamed. I expect God to show me something in the night I expect God to to give me a breakthrough but to live with that expectation because expectation puts a demand on him it puts a draw people come to church with no expectation the sad thing is people come and leave the same way they came hallelujah I want everybody who is born in February You've been born in February. To, to come up here a second, I want to just pray with you. I don't know why, but I just feel that if your birthday's in February, usually this pertains to like a monumental breakthrough of some kind. And I'm just receiving it for you. I'm just receiving it, Diana. Lord, we thank you for a breakthrough. We thank you for a monumental breakthrough. We thank you for uh, the, the health in that household. And I just see the enemy more defeated. He's just like a little tiny mouse or something. Just He has no authority. He just defeated. We just put him under our feet in Jesus' name. Now, any of you standing here, if you have a physical thing, just grab a hold because God's doing it. What is your name? Haley. Haley. And, Lord, we thank you for Haley. We thank you for the ministry of the Holy Spirit. I see the guidance. Uh, It's like three and a half years ago. You started really following God with an intensity and a and a being in hot pursuit. And there's more and more guidance, and things are gonna uh, begin to mushroom and begin to. You're gonna see the fruit, the results, and you soon are gonna be so busy you think I can't keep up. So Holy Spirit, we thank you for Haley. I I keep seeing the word guidance. I'll tell you, I don't care what you're praying for. You're being guided in the best God has, and it's impossible for you to get out of it. So you shouldn't have came tonight if you didn't want it. Okay, (laughs) Hallelujah. First name Joseph. Joseph. Lord, we thank you for Joseph tonight. We bless his life. We bless him with. I I hear the Lord saying He's giving you new strategies. Hallelujah. He's giving you uh, new thoughts from heaven. He's fulfilling desires. These next. Five years are going to be off the chart. They're going to be mind-boggling. Hallelujah. Uh, you're, you're getting ready to reap. You're getting ready to be rewarded mm-hmm. for Jesus. some things that uh, some seed you've sown long ago. So get ready. Hallelujah. Ron, we thank you, Jesus, for Ron. We thank you, Lord, for his life and his passion to save souls and his passion to lead people to Christ. And, Lord, we thank you for the increase of that anointing. The increase of that anointing. I just feel this, Ron. You're to expect God to do more. Not just save them, but do something. Breakthroughs in their life. Just don't be afraid to be bold. Bold. And I tell you, God's going to put words that are going to come to pass when you speak to people. Hallelujah! You don't have to be religious. You don't have to say it in King James. You just say it, hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I always know your dad's name. But I can't ever think of your name. Joel. Joel. Lord, we thank you for Joel. We bless him. We thank you for his courage. We thank you, Lord, for this assignment on his life. We thank you, God, that he's already assigned to reach multitudes, oh God. We thank you. That same mantle that is on your dad is on you, but it's going to be much greater, much greater, much greater. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you Lord thank you Lord I see you asking the Lord a lot of questions and Lord why this why that and um, all I know is God's going to satisfy you with answers I just I just have to say this I see extreme significance on your life I don't I don't hear anything but but I know that you're called and there's no way out of it and you are going to follow God till your hair is white. And you're going to be able to be, you're going to see so many people mentored, changed, transformed. You're going to make disciples. Hallelujah. Not believers, but disciples. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I know a lot of you here don't like Luke, but I want to just <laughs> bless him. And, Lord, we thank you for Luke. We thank you for his ministry. We thank you, Lord, that... that. Uh, he is being prepared daily by your Holy Spirit for what you have. And I, I feel God like has a jealousy over you and your wife, a jealousy that you're, he won't let you fulfill man's dreams, man's visions, but you're going to fulfill what God has. I see you many times saying no to opportunities because it's different than what's going on in your heart. Hallelujah. You're going to be more and more all your life. Even though you're young, you're going to be like a father to people. You're going to, be a, you're going to have that father thing that is, uh, I just see you just wrapping wings around people, just like he covers me in the shadow of his wing. I just see that extreme compassion, extreme compassion. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you Jesus thank you Jesus. It's John right John Lord, I thank you for John. I thank you, Lord um, there's been a couple of years of trials, but you're coming into a you're coming into a season of refreshing and I just feel i I, I just feel this let doubt go, just let doubt go because God is going to do way more than you. Ever dreamed he's and it's like there, there's I hear this no disappointments, no disappointments, sweet Holy Spirit. We thank you for no disappointments. There's things that are reserved for you, they're just already reserved for you, and you're not going to miss them. Man, I feel the compassion of God, I feel that sweet compassion of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are, your life is is left a mark, but it's going to leave a greater mark. And God has some things planned that are not going to. You can't even take credit for it because it's going to be done by the Holy Spirit. Unusual doors are going to open. Unusual doors. Unusual favor. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for it all. Hallelujah. I see some hidden things God's going to bring out for you, so just God bless you. That's all I can say is God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. I want to pray for somebody who's in... You're in perpetual pain. You're just like you're in pain all the time, it never stops. Twenty-four hours. Two of you here, just stand up where you are, if you will. Yeah, stand up, brother. Stand up. Anybody else? Because this is—I just feel this is a gift from God tonight. He just—he just ministering healing to you. So we just—we just stand a lot with the word of the Lord. We declare freedom from any kind of pain, freedom from any form of physical pain. Oh God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. I feel that, thing, that you know, and you're not going to have to fight in this battle. God's just giving you a gift tonight. It's just a gift, and that's going to fade. It's going to fade, fade, fade. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's somebody, you really need some kind of healing breakthrough thing, but I think your birthday's the second half of August. I want to say August 21st, right in there, but you really are in a need of healing. Who, who is that person? Last last half of August, just wave at me. That's, yeah, whip day? Come up here a second, if you would. Would you say August twenty eighth? Okay, Carla, is, are you in need of healing? He, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. We just thank you for Carla right now. We just thank you for the virtue of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for healing her physical body of anything. Oh God, I feel like the Lord's saying He's going to do this and more. So, Lord, we thank you for everything you're doing for Carla. We thank you, God, for the light and the I just see so much light on your path, and hallelujah. How many, do you have kids? Three. Uh, three. The, uh, the two, the younger two, I just feel so much movement of the Holy Spirit there. So you just watch and see what God does. Thanks. Praise God. God bless you. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah! Well, let's just hang around with the Lord a minute. I don't. I just know. I don't know anything. I just know God loves to move. He loves to do things. Hallelujah! Maybe you have a daughter, granddaughter who, married but can't can't conceive. There's power in here tonight, to grab that for them. Raise your hand if that's somebody. You have a daughter or granddaughter, that way they can't. Anybody that way. We're in good shape, I guess, so hallelujah. I just just love the way the Lord births things, hallelujah. You guys are going to see more than you've ever seen. That's what I'm hearing, that just God doing things, and again, more in this last half of your life than the first, way more. So we just receive with you, we're excited with you, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Thank you for it, Lord, thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for it, God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Whew. Hallelujah. I can't say anything unless God gives it to me. I refuse to, but we just we just glorify God. We glorify God. Let's just lift our hands to Him. God, we just glorify you. We acknowledge you, God. Lord, impregnate us. Impregnate us with, with your move your miracles, your just the and Lord we want to see more with the people that you've put in our care we want to see more. we want to see more of manifestation in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you Lord. Thank you Lord, thank you Lord. I know I spoke this to you the other day but I just see such a freedom from financial worry, freedom from, from financial, Concern and God's getting ready to turn the faucets on. You, you are gonna, you are gonna enjoy. Uh, it, it's like you're not gonna live under that burden. It's not gonna be having to live and say, well, what about this? What about that? There, there's gonna be an ab- abundance released, and I know that. I know that. I know that's true. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for my brother Fred. I thank you for opening every door of ministry, Lord. The right things, the Lord. His time is used. Uh, not wasted, and not, you're not sending him any place except where the people are ready. And I just feel that confidence that God's giving you specific things, specific things where you'll do the most good. There's things that will, will have your name on it, and you and your wife will both, it, your spirit will leap. You'll say, this is God, this is God, this is God. Lord, we just thank you for the tools that are in their hand and all the things you've invested in them, oh God, and that they will be used to minister to way more than they thought and yet have a good time in the middle of it all. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let me pray for somebody. You're real close to your birthday. I think your birthday's coming up in just a few days. Where's that person? Just... Seemed like it just real close. The seventeenth of September, September. Every, year. Every, year. every year. Every year, so thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for Eileen. We thank you, God. I see this tonight again during worship. I see you both just gaining ground, just gaining ground. And so, Lord, we thank you for the most awesome year of Eileen's life. Oh God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Man, I see the glory of God in your house. Just the glory of God there. Hallelujah. Let me pray for my is this is Danielle. Danielle, right? Ah, so, uh, they need to put these chairs for for their apartment. Lord, I thank you tonight for Danielle. I thank you for her courage, and I thank you, Lord, for the. There, there's just a. I see these pages turning. And, you know, just your life is unfolding. And just like a book, the pages are turning, new chapters, just that life of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your life, oh, God. I hear these words that God's going to set everything in place. You're not going to miss anything God has. Lord, let da- Danielle hear you clearly. Boy, do I feel that promise of God. You're not going to miss. You're not going to miss. You're not going to miss anything the Lord has. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Glory to God. Glory to God. Does that count when you say about children and the grandchildren? For a niece? Sure. You're believing God for a niece. And you want your daughter to have a boy? There's three girls. Three girls. Well, that, can't, that can't be God. Um, Lord, we thank you for a boy. And Lord, we also, we, we also thank you for this niece to be able to conceive. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Well, let's just hang around here a minute. And I want to I encourage you. I've just learned, I've learned through years that you've got to put a pull on God. You can't just say, well, you know, whatever, case of raw. But if you put a pull on God, it makes it, God responds to that. And I I feel for, I feel these words for Gary. I don't know what you're going through, but I feel God's going to make it easy. He's going to make it easy. And Lord, we thank you for furnishing all the wisdom He needs, all the power He needs, all the direction He needs. And I want to tell you, I know that I know God's going to inundate you with his mind, his thoughts on these things. So, God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, again, I thank you for Dakota. I thank you for this hunger in her, and I thank you, Lord, for this life that is laid down for you, God. And I thank you. You know, God's going to give you no stomach for compromisers, no stomach for the, the people that are just playing religious games. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's just, well, as, as the word came to you before, it, you, you have a short season and things are going to really get busy. So praise God. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray for my brother Jim. I thank you, Lord, for your life, your hand on him. I thank you, Lord, for new strength. God, you're keeping power. You're keeping power. Lord, bless him. I just see such long life on you, so just enjoy. Just enjoy. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for my brother. I thank you, Jesus, for the sweet direction of the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, for sparing his life, and I thank you, Lord, for keeping him intact. And the joy, the joy, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord. And it's, it's like it's important. The joy is so important. Lord, we thank you that this stream shall overflow, God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Thank you. You know, I'm it's not easy. It's, it, preaching is so easy. It's trying to listen to God that's harder, you know? But uh, it makes a difference. And again, hunger is the greatest thing we have. And the thing that always scares me is routine, settling. We settle for less, you know? We settle for less. And again, I just challenge you tonight stop settling. Say, God, show me something. Tell me something. Show me more. Do something more. I want to just pray over you guys a second. Lord, I thank you for my brother and sister, and I just thank you for your mind. Lord, that you will remove every barrier. You will remove every obstacle that floats around. And, Lord, just both of them, protect their emotions. And, Lord, we just, I just, these are the words I hear, my mind, the Lord's mind will be delivered to you. He's going to deliver his mind. And I just declare peace. I declare peace just like both of you just letting go, letting go, letting go. And just, just put both of you, put your lives in God's hands. Almost like you don't care. You do care, but it's like whatever God wants. Sweet Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're going to bring your mind forth in Jesus' name. Jesus' name, Jesus' name, Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, man, do I feel that. Just rest, rest, rest in the Lord. Lord, I thank you for my brother Steve. I thank you, God, for his life and his passion for you. I've known Steve for well over 100 years. and He's just one of these guys that has hunger. Lord, I thank you for him. I thank you, Lord, that you're laying out the future, that you're laying out the, the plans you have for he and his wife. Oh, God, we thank you, God. The only thing I hear in my spirit is going to be better than you think. So thank God. It's going to be better than you think. If uh, What's going on in, in your health? What's going on in your health? You have a hernia, okay? Well, We just agree. Thank you, Jesus. We just agree for your power, your resurrection power, Hallelujah. in her body. Oh God, we yes. thank you, God, thank you, Jesus. for the total healing that she'll just be so relieved. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And which one of you can't sleep very good at night? Which you sleep good? I sleep good. Okay, good. Well, Jesus. just don't sleep while I preach, please. No, and so. No we thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> wow. So, I've learned this. God has to be pressed into. It doesn't just happen. Um, I was in a meeting one night, and this happened years ago in Ohio, but I was trying to close a service, and and it's like I couldn't close it. I just, I wanted to, and. But there was a couple visiting from Toledo, and they brought a friend with them. And they were sitting back there saying, Lord, this meeting is not over till our friend gets a word. If I would have known it, I would have been, I went and went back and slapped them both. But uh, this was the weirdest thing, but I was just standing there. I thought, God, I don't know what to do. I can't close the service. And he said, ask for somebody that's been in the military 16 years it had to be God nobody could be, Could think that who's been in the military 16 years and this girl raised her hand she said my husband and I served in Germany 16 years you must be it so anyway prayed and the, the Holy Spirit just spoke about their grief and about her experience but several months earlier she had a daughter that was going to be a foreign exchange student and another little daughter. Anyway, they stayed up all night packing for her to go to be a foreign exchange student and they all went to bed. Somebody left a candle on it, lit the curtain on fire, and the house burnt down. Her, da- her both of her daughters were killed. And the Holy Spirit addressed it all. And it was worth it. I thought, thank God. She didn't leave the way she came because she was comforted and the Holy Spirit talked and he but so many times I just challenge you tonight, don't just I challenge you, make room for the Holy Spirit to say things. He wants to birth things. Every time we come in God's presence we ought to be we ought to leave nauseated because we're pregnant. Pregnant with a vision. Pregnant with something new. I personally, I want to see more miracles. I feel an anointing right now to pray for a back pain. So if you have back pain, just stand up if you would. We're just going to pray with you. We're going to agree with you. I want to tell you, it always works. So God, we just agree. We agree for healing any form of back pain. God, any form of back pain. Any type of back pain, Lord, Lord, whether they need a creative miracle, whether they need a new disc, whether they, 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 whatever's going on, we just declare that healing is taking place right now. And when it happens, God will be so subtle you'll just think it's a coincidence, but it isn't. It's the hand of God. He's listening right now. It's just like click, click, click. He's just (laughs) repairing backs, just repairing backs. Glory to God, glory to God. How many agree with me? I, I'm ready to see more. I'm ready to hear, experience more. He, uh, uh, I was in Kentucky, and this guy came up, and he says, 30 years ago, you were in a meeting. And he said, my wife had been in a terrible car wreck. And he said, you said something. Somebody's been in a car accident, and they're being healed. And he said, the whole row of us, we could hear her bones snapping in her back. And then he gave me ten dollars, and uh, it was funny because I mean it happened so long ago, but it was just interesting that he, you know, God saved him a million dollars. But but anyway, I thought you know he he had cirrhosis of the giver. Um, that but you, when when God does miracles, so many people get healed of things that are. Impossible. For example, medical science, if you have ringing or buzzing in your ears, medical science cannot do one thing about it. So, how many here have ringing or buzzing in your ears? So let's just pray for you. Lord, we receive for every person with their hand in the air. We just receive. We command the buzzing. We command the ringing to stop. And we declare in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. We declare, we declare it's done. For every hand raised, we just declare it's done. Now usually, within a few minutes, you'll notice the, the ringing has stopped, the buzzing has stopped. And I want to tell you, it's so cool because you can't believe how much noise you've been having. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't you appreciate the Lord? He's so good to us. He's good to us. He's good to us. So. I just pray if you feel challenged tonight that ask God for more, 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 more. To me, if you went to church and you you just leave the way you came, you've wasted your time. We need to have an appointment with God every time. Don't just pray. Pray with an expectation to hear the Lord tell you something. He's a giver, hallelujah, so I'll say it again, don't you appreciate the Lord, he's good to us, hallelujah, he's good to us, he's good to us, he's good to us, he's good to us, us. us. I see the Lord balancing a thyroid, I see the Lord healing some type of cancer, I just feel feel it just dissolving, I feel... um, this person that has like a, it reminds me of like a heartburn, that kind of thing, Just, but there's a healing going on all around you there. So just grab a hold, grab a hold, grab a hold. There's somebody facing a legal situation, and I, I just feel that same thing. You're not going to have to fight in this. I don't know what kind of legal situation it is, but you're not going to have to fight. It's going to turn out wonderful. Man, do I feel it's going to turn out wonderful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Well, let's all stand together and we'll get out of here and go eat something. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just thank you. I'm asking for the impartation to every person. There would be a new hunger, a new passion. Lord, that you will brood over every one of us. We will see the miraculous, the miraculous, the miraculous, the miraculous in every ministry, every missionary, every church represented, the miraculous manifestation. Thank you, Jesus. Pastor, I'm going to have you come. Thank you, Lord.